0: I was dreaming of bigger things. And yes, let's just kind of let it all happen. You're listening to the Let's Think Show, letsthinkshow.com. Now, I want to come back to this idea of wealthy people feeling guilt. And I think you could be on to something, and it disturbs me a ton, because I don't think they should. I think that if you come up with a widget and your widget is phenomenal, and you are able to find some people who don't have the creativity to invent widgets, and they do have a good strong work ethic. Well, no, let me rephrase that. They're willing to work 40 hours a week. So they're willing to work what an entrepreneur would consider half-time. They're willing to work 40 hours a week producing this widget, and then you're able to find other people that are willing to be salesmen and sell your widget, and so on and so forth, if you wind up putting together this machine comprised of natural resources and widgets and people and screwdrivers and trucks and helicopters and hovercraft and blah, 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 if you're able to put all this together and you end up having a net worth of $100 billion bucks in a few years, what do you think, Bethany? What, how much would you owe other human individuals in your area and the world?
1: It depends because in our current world, it it says you should have all of your money stolen from you unless you can figure out a way to be sneaky and not have your money stolen from you. I think that it should be a personal decision within a community of what what they should be giving out. I also believe, and I've thought this for a long time, that even my husband and I aren't what you would call wealthy. I think we're pretty average. And this year, we're less wealthy than we were before, um, yes. and if we were able to keep all of our tax money, if we were able to keep all of that. What the impact would be on our community compared to stolen from us and redistributed to what the government thinks is important? And um, I think that. So I think that there's guilt maybe it's easy to point to the one person and the person who made the widgets and gosh, they should give everything to society because they did this thing. But I also believe that there's this feeling of all of everybody who's just trying to make it and they can't because, and like, I want to do good for my community. I want to be able to support the things that I want to support. But when you look at it, we're supposed to tithe 10% or whatever. We're taxed at a much higher rate than that. Our tithing is literally going to all greedy, mighty, mighty whoever is in Washington, D.C. And um, we don't get a choice on how the money spent.
0: Now, can I challenge you on something you just said? You mentioned uh, community should decide, uh, not on a national or international level, but a community would decide how how things are spent. Uh, I think that communities – how would a community – because a community, as G. Edward Griffin describes it, is is kind of like a forest. A forest doesn't really exist. Only trees exist. We just – it's an abstraction. When you put a bunch of trees together, we we think, I don't want to say a bunch of trees every time. So we came up with the word forest to describe that, and that's how I think of a commune is – It's a a commune is a group of our community is a group of people that are living together in a close area or in the new kind of term communities don't have to be geographically located but this commune wouldn't it be kind of more up to individuals to decide what is spent because how would a commune get money to decide how to spend it.
1: So I probably did use a wrong word and I I was going to tell you that earlier always challenge me on my words.
0: Thank <laughs> but, you. Please um... do the same for me and to listeners <laughs> please do this with your friends. Please. I mess up all the time. Please call me on it.
1: Um so I think that the biggest thing that people don't realize and maybe this is a very Jefferson point of view but it all starts with the individual. One of the things if I had millions and trillions of dollars the thing that I would build in my area that I live first is a bowling alley because I want a bowling alley and I think that a free market could support a bowling alley in my town it's not that anybody outside of me is telling me that I that we need a um, bowling alley it's just something I want and it's the same with a library and whatnot so so maybe it's not necessarily the idea of a community but what the free market and what what the area around you can support if you need to make money off of it. And if you don't need to make money off of it, just what the idea of of what makes the betterment of the area around you.
0: And do you think that the betterment of the area around you, which I have the same desire, but I I think that it's kind of like having a desire for a Ferrari. We might yeah, both it's have. It's
1: not required.
0: Yeah, it's but it's just a it's a preference. You know, I think it'd be really neat to have a school here or a road here or a, mm-hmm. a, a whatever. Um, so I think. Tell me if you agree or not, and then we can argue more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that there is nothing in life that is a requirement. Um, in other words, there's nothing that you should be able to use other people to force me to give to you. In other words, Mm -hmm. tax or theft or whatever Mm -hmm. one wants to call it.
1: Or property. Or, I mean, it's like the milk idea that I just said. It's one thing for my dad to volunteer to give the milk to the family that needs it. It's another thing for the government to come and say, you have to give this to them. And for anybody, like any individual to come and say, you have to give this to them. So I think that it is the idea of, but, you know, I think that that also comes with so much education. We've become such a collectivist idea that I don't think people know how to be voluntary and how to give and how to spot the things that they need to do within within the world to make it not just a better place for everybody, but a better place for themselves
0: too. I agree. I agree. And I love that idea. I like there's this concept of giving back, which I hate that term. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like the gun buy back program. Well, the government's never sold me a gun. So if they haven't sold it to me in the first place, how are they going to buy it back? You can only give back to someone that is given to you. And there are many wonderful people that have given to me through mentorship and and other things. But I I don't think that you greedily wanting a bowling alley and therefore investing in one. And now there is one. And then 30 years later, I come along and bowl. I don't owe you a debt. Uh, You just did your thing for yourself. I did my thing for myself. and, And it's the path that was paved for me. I owe nobody nothing. Right. And so you agree with that kind of economic principle, roughly?
1: Yeah, I, I do think that I—I I don't know—I do think that there is some part of being human to help other people, but um, that we—but I don't think I don't think that's so easy when we're so focused on just making it from day to day, we become more selfish and within ourselves. Right. That if we had the freedom of not having to pay the thief in the night that takes our money before we even see it. Um, I think that we would kind of view things a little bit different and it wouldn't be like this. I feel like within society, we feel like we have to give back so often in our actions because we don't necessarily have the means financially anymore to do the things that we really want to do because so much is stolen before we ever even get our paychecks or the money that, is, that we've worked for.
0: I Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, it's easy for me to say and and that, well, you know, if if they didn't steal so much from me, I would help other people more. And who knows, I might not. And, you know, I would actually say and this is kind of almost getting into Ayn Rand Atlas shrugged kind of stuff. And no, a lot of people didn't like Ayn Rand because she was a little bit harsh. But I have trouble thinking that she's wrong in that. Like, I think it would be really nice of you if you were doing a thing. Let's I'm don't know what you do for a a vocation what your professional thing is but I'm going to assume that you're a welder and you're very good at welding and because I'm not going to base things based on your gender there's an amazing female welder
1: welder in Casper just say if like she is oh that's awesome 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 little tiny thing
0: little little that is awesome See, young ladies, yeah. don't let dudes tell you you have to do other stuff. You do whatever you want. And welding is a great thing to do because you're not going to be poor if you're a welder. Anyway, so. And there's some great art. <laughs> yes, yes. So Bethany is a welder and you have the time and it's only going to cost you a buck to weld up something for, for the little old widow lady that lives next door. She needs her gate fixed. It'll take you, you know, 10 minutes and a dollar to do it. But you say, no, I don't want to do it. I want to instead sit on my front porch drinking Zimas. What should I and the rest of the community, what right do we have to force anything upon you? Do we have a right?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think that really is, it's not genuine if you force a person to do it and there's always, you know, it's just like the idea and we were kind of joking about it and not to get into the political side of things, but choosing to wear a mask or not is, it's not that it's an inherent freedom that the constitution should have said everybody needs to wear a mask when there's a pandemic. It's that a person gets to choose whether or not they wear it if they think that there's a benefit to society outside of them, if they think that they're helping build that woman's fence by wearing a mask, other people don't see that benefit. That is up to the individual to decide. And I think that it's something that everybody is really fighting with. Like, what does freedom mean? What does individual responsibility mean? And what does it mean to be part of a bigger picture than just yourself?
0: And we're going to go to a break soon, but I just, you know what, what Bethany just said, I, I'm going to play the last 10 seconds of what she said again. Isn't that what we're all asking? Don't you sometimes ask that question of yourself? Maybe that's what we as humans, uh, that's what we're all seeking? I don't know. Say it Say it again, Bethany, and, and then we'll go to a break and we'll come back right after that. What does freedom mean?
1: What does individual responsibility mean? And what does it mean to be part of a bigger picture than just yourself?
0: You're listening to the Let's Think Show. (laughs) Letsthinkshow.com
1: I looked into my soul, and what did I see? Coming for to kill.